Welcome to the Daily Archive Radio Station, brought you by Hung Tru from the University of Toronto and Ruo Chan Luo from TTI Chicago. You are listening to the Computation and Language category of October 12, 2020. Do you know that celery has negative calories? It takes more calories to eat a piece of celery than the celery has in it to begin with. Today we have selected 13 papers out of 49 submissions. Now let's hear paper number 1. This paper was selected because it is authored by Ruslan Salakudinov, Associate Professor, Machine Learning Department, CMU. Paper title Case Study, Deontological Ethics in NLP Authored by Shrimai Prabhumi, Brendan Bolt, Ruslan Salakutdinov, and Alan W. Black. Paper Abstract Recent work in natural language processing, NLP, has focused on ethical challenges such as understanding and mitigating bias in data and algorithms, identifying objectionable content like hate speech, stereotypes and offensive language, and building frameworks for better system design and data handling practices. However, there has been little discussion about the ethical foundations that underlie these efforts. In this work, we study one ethical theory, namely deontological ethics, from the perspective of NLP. In particular, we focus on the generalization principle and the respect for autonomy through informed consent. We provide four case studies to demonstrate how these principles can be used with NLP systems. We also recommend directions to avoid the ethical issues in these systems. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number two. This paper was selected because it is authored by Aaron Corville, Université de Montréal. Paper title Recursive Top-Down Production for Sentence Generation with Latent Trees Authored by Sean Tan, Yi Kung Shen, Timothy J. O'Donnell, Alessandro Sordoni, and Aaron Corville Paper Abstract We model the recursive production property of context-free grammars for natural and synthetic languages. To this end, we present a dynamic programming algorithm that marginalizes over latent binary tree structures with n leaves, allowing us to compute the likelihood of a sequence of n tokens under a latent tree model, which we maximize to train a recursive neural function. We demonstrate performance on two synthetic tasks, Scan, Lake and Baroni, 2017, where it outperforms previous models on the length split, and English question formation, McCoy et al., 2020, where it performs comparably to decoders with the ground truth tree structure. We also present experimental results on German-English translation on the multi-30K dataset, Elliot et al., 2016, and qualitatively analyze the induced tree structures our model learns for the scan tasks and the German-English translation task. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number 3. This paper was selected because it is authored by Yan Zhang, University of South Carolina. 
Paper title Lightweight, Dynamic Graph Convolutional Networks for AMR to Text Generation Authored by Yan Zhang, Zhijong Guo, Di Yang Tang, Wei Lu, Shebi Cohen, Zhuahu Lu, and Lidong Bing. Paper Abstract AMR to text generation is used to transduce abstract meaning representation structures, AMR, into text. A key challenge in this task is to efficiently learn effective graph representations. Previously, graph convolution networks, GCNs, were used to encode input AMRs, however, vanilla GCNs are not able to capture non-local information and additionally, they follow a local, first-order, information aggregation scheme. To account for these issues, larger and deeper GCN models are required to capture more complex interactions. In this paper, we introduce a dynamic fusion mechanism, proposing lightweight dynamic graph convolutional networks, LDGCNs, that capture richer non-local interactions by synthesizing higher-order information from the input graphs. We further develop two novel parameter-saving strategies based on the group graph convolutions and weight-tied convolutions to reduce memory usage and model complexity. With the help of these strategies, we are able to train a model with fewer parameters while maintaining the model capacity. Experiments demonstrate that LDGCNs outperform state-of-the-art models on two benchmark datasets for AMR to text generation with significantly fewer parameters. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number 4. This paper was selected because it is authored by Zurin Auer, Leibniz University of Hanover, TIB Leibniz Information Center for Science and Technology. Paper title Graphing Contributions in Natural Language Processing Research, Intra-Annotator Agreement on a Trial Dataset authored by Jennifer D'Souza and Zurin Auer Paper Abstract Purpose, to stabilize the milk contribution graph scheme for the surface structuring of contributions information in natural language processing, NLP, scholarly articles via a two-stage annotation methodology, first stage, to define the scheme, and second stage, to stabilize the graphing model. Approach, re-annotate, a second time, the contributions pertinent information across 50 prior annotated NLP scholarly articles in terms of a data pipeline comprising, contribution-centered sentences, phrases, and triples. To this end specifically, care was taken in the second annotation stage to reduce annotation noise while formulating the guidelines for our proposed novel NLP contribution structuring scheme. Findings, the application of NLP contribution graph on the 50 articles resulted in finally in a dataset of 900 contribution-focused sentences, 4,702 contribution information-centered phrases, and 2,980 surface-structured triples. The intra-annotation agreement between the first and second stages, in terms of F1, was 67.92% for sentences, 41.82% for phrases, 
and 22.31% for triples indicating that with an increased granularity of the information, the annotation decision variance is greater. Practical implications, demonstrate null contribution graph data integrated in the Open Research Knowledge Graph, ORKG, a next-generation KG-based digital library with compute-enabled over-structured scholarly knowledge, as a viable aid to assist researchers in their day-to-day -day tasks. Value, NILP Contribution Graph is a novel scheme to obtain research contribution-centered graphs from NLP articles which to the best of our knowledge does not exist in the community. And our quantitative evaluations over the two-stage annotation tasks offer insights into task difficulty. Honestly, I love every papers because they were written by humans. Now let's hear paper number 5. This paper was selected because it is authored by Yang Lu Computer Science, Harbin Institute of Technology, and Mari Ostendorf, Professor, Electrical Engineering, University of Washington. Paper title On the Role of Style in Parsing Speech with Neural Models Authored by Trang Tran, Jai Hong Yuan, Yang Lu, and Mari Ostendorf Paper Abstract The differences in written text and conversational speech are substantial. Previous parsers trained on treebank text have given very poor results on spontaneous speech. For spoken language, the mismatch in style also extends to prosodic cues, though it is less well understood. This paper re-examines the use of written text in parsing speech in the context of recent advances in neural language processing. We show that neural approaches facilitate using written text to improve parsing of spontaneous speech, and that prosody further improves over this state-of-the-art result. Further, we find an asymmetric degradation from read versus spontaneous mismatch, with spontaneous speech more generally useful for training parsers. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number 6. This paper was selected because it is authored by Mari Ostendorf, Professor, Electrical Engineering, University of Washington. Paper Title Analysis of Disfluency in Children's Speech Authored by Trang Tran, Morgan Tinkler, Gary Young, Abir Alwyn, and Mari Ostendorf Paper Abstract Disfluencies are prevalent in spontaneous speech, as shown in many studies of adult speech. Less is understood about children's speech, especially in preschool children who are still developing their language skills. We present a novel dataset with annotated disfluencies of spontaneous explanations from 26 children, ages 5 to 8, interviewed twice over a year-long period. Our preliminary analysis reveals significant differences between children's speech in our corpus and adult spontaneous speech from two corpora, switchboard and call home. Children have higher disfluency and filler rates, tend to use nasal-filled pauses more frequently, and on average exhibit longer reparandums than repairs, in contrast to adult speakers. Despite the differences, an automatic disfluency detection system trained on adult, switchboard, 
Speech Transcripts performs reasonably well on children's speech, achieving an F1 score that is 10 backslash percent higher than the score on an adult out-of-domain dataset, call. Home. Honestly, I love every papers because they were written by humans. Now let's hear paper number 7. This paper was selected because it is authored by Brian Kingsbury, Distinguished Research Staff Member, IBM TJ Watson Research Center, Yorktown Heights. Paper Title Leveraging Unpaired Text Data for Training End-to-End Speech-to-Intent Systems Authored by Yingwei Huang, Hong Kwang Kuo, Samuel Thomas, Zvi Kanz, Kartik Odkasi, Brian Kingsbury, Ron Hurry, and Michael Pacheni. Paper Abstract Training an End-to-End, E2E, Neural Network Speech-to-Intent, S2I, system that directly extracts intents from speech requires large amounts of intent-labeled speech data, which is time-consuming and expensive to collect. Initializing the S2I model with an ASR model trained on copious speech data can alleviate data sparsity. In this paper, we attempt to leverage NLU text resources. We implemented a CTC-based S2I system that matches the performance of a state-of-the-art, traditional cascaded SLU system. We performed controlled experiments with varying amounts of speech and text training data. When only a tenth of the original data is available, intent classification accuracy degrades by 7.6% absolute. Assuming we have additional text-to-intent data, without speech, available, we investigated two techniques to improve the S2I system, one, transfer learning, in which acoustic embeddings for intent classification are tied to fine-tuned BERT text embeddings, and, two, data augmentation, in which the text-to-intent data is converted into speech-to-intent data using a multi-speaker text-to-speech system. The proposed approaches recover 80% of performance lost due to using limited intent-labeled speech. This is absolutely fantastic. Now let's hear paper number 8. This paper was selected because it is authored by Kalina Boncheva, Professor of Text Analytics, University of Sheffield. Paper title Toxic Language Detection in Social Media for Brazilian Portuguese, New Dataset and Multilingual Analysis Authored by João A. Leda, Diego F. Silva, Kalina Boncheva, and Carolina Scarton Paper Abstract Hate speech and toxic comments are a common concern of social media platform users. Although these comments are, fortunately, the minority in these platforms, they are still capable of causing harm. Therefore, identifying these comments is an important task for studying and preventing the proliferation of toxicity in social media. Previous work in automatically detecting toxic comments focus mainly in English with very few work in languages like Brazilian Portuguese. In this paper, we propose a new large-scale dataset for Brazilian Portuguese with tweets annotated as either toxic or non-toxic or indifferent types of toxicity. 
we present our dataset collection and annotation process, where we aim to select candidates covering multiple demographic groups. State-of-the-art BERT models were able to achieve 76% macro F1 score using monolingual data in the binary case. We also show that large-scale monolingual data is still needed to create more accurate models, despite recent advances in multilingual approaches. An error analysis and experiments with multi-label classification show the difficulty of classifying certain types of toxic comments that appear less frequently in our data and highlights the need to develop models that are aware of different categories of toxicity. Do you like this paper? I like it a lot. Now let's hear paper number 9. This paper was selected because it is authored by Kalina Boncheva, Professor of Text Analytics, University of Sheffield. Paper title Measuring What Counts, The Case of Rumor Stance Classification Authored by Carolina Skarton, Diego F. Silva, and Kalina Boncheva Paper Abstract Stance classification can be a powerful tool for understanding whether and which users believe in online rumors. The task aims to automatically predict the stance of replies towards a given rumor, namely support, deny, question, or comment. Numerous methods have been proposed and their performance compared in the rumor eval shared tasks in 2017 and 2019. Results demonstrated that this is a challenging problem since naturally occurring rumor stance data is highly imbalanced. This paper specifically questions the evaluation metrics used in these shared tasks. We re-evaluate the systems submitted to the two rumor eval tasks and show that the two widely adopted metrics, accuracy and macro F1- are not robust for the four-class imbalanced task of rumor stance classification as they wrongly favor systems with highly skewed accuracy towards the majority class. To overcome this problem, we propose new evaluation metrics for rumor stance detection. These are not only robust to imbalanced data but also score higher systems that are capable of recognizing the two most informative minority classes, support and deny. This sounds pretty awesome. Now let's hear paper number 10. This paper was selected because it is authored by Srinivas Bangalore, Interactions. Paper title Constrained Decoding for Computationally Efficient Named Entity Recognition Taggers Authored by Brian Lester, Daniel Pressel, Amy Hemeter, Sagnik Ray Chowdhury, and Srinivas Bangalore Paper Abstract Current state-of-the-art models for named entity recognition, NER, are neural models with a conditional random field, CRF, as the final layer. Entities are represented as per-token labels with a special structure in order to decode them into spans. Current work is choose prior knowledge of how the span encoding scheme works and relies on the CRF learning which transitions are illegal and which are not to facilitate global coherence. We find that by constraining the output to suppress illegal transitions we can train a tagger with a cross-entropy loss twice as fast as a CRF with differences in F1 that are statistically insignificant, 
effectively eliminating the need for a CRF. We analyze the dynamics of tag co-occurrence to explain when these constraints are most effective and provide open source implementations of our tagger in both PyTorch and TensorFlow. This is absolutely fantastic. Now let's hear paper number 11. This paper was selected because it is authored by Jamie Kiros, Google Research. Paper title Multi-Channel Generative Language Model, Learning All Possible Factorizations Within and Across Channels Authored by Harris Chan, Jamie Kiros, and William Chan Paper Abstract A channel corresponds to a viewpoint or transformation of an underlying meaning. A pair of parallel sentences in English and French express the same underlying meaning, but through two separate channels corresponding to their languages. In this work, we present the Multi-Channel Generative Language Model MGLM. MGLM is a generative joint distribution model over channels. MGLM marginalizes overall possible factorizations within and across all channels. MGLM endows flexible inference, including unconditional generation, conditional generation, where one channel is observed and other channels are generated, and partially observed generation, where incomplete observations are spread across all the channels. We experiment with the multi-30K dataset containing English, French, Czech, and German. We demonstrate experiments with unconditional, conditional, and partially conditional generation. We provide qualitative samples sampled unconditionally from the generative joint distribution. We also quantitatively analyze the quality diversity trade-offs and find MGLM outperforms traditional bilingual discriminative models. This is absolutely fantastic. Now let's hear paper number 12. This paper was selected because it is authored by Jun Wang. Paper title Style Attuned Pre-Training and Parameter Efficient Fine-Tuning for Spoken Language Understanding Authored by Jin Kao, Jun Wang, Wal Hamza, Kelly Vani, and Shang Wen Li Paper Abstract Neural models have yielded state-of-the-art results in deciphering spoken language understanding SLU, problems, however, these models require a significant amount of domain-specific labeled examples for training, which is prohibitively expensive. While pre-trained language models like BERT have been shown to capture a massive amount of knowledge by learning from unlabeled corpora and solve SLU using fewer labeled examples for adaption, the encoding of knowledge is implicit and agnostic to downstream tasks. Such encoding results in model inefficiencies and parameter usage, an entirely new model is required for every domain. To address these challenges, we introduce a novel SLU framework, comprising a conversational language modeling, CLM, pre-training task and a light encoder architecture. The CLM pre-training enables networks to capture the representation of the language in conversation style with the presence of ASR errors. 
The light encoder architecture separates the shared pre-trained networks from the mappings of generally encoded knowledge to specific domains of SLU, allowing for the domain adaptation to be performed solely at the light encoder and thus increasing efficiency. With the framework, we match the performance of state-of-the-art SLU results on Alexa internal datasets and on two public ones, ADIS, SNPs, adding only 4.4% parameters per task. Honestly, I love every papers because they were written by humans. Now let's hear paper number 13. This paper was selected because it is authored by Brendan O'Connor, University of Massachusetts Amherst. Paper title Uncertainty over uncertainty, investigating the assumptions, annotations, and text measurements of economic policy uncertainty. Authored by Catherine A. Keith, Christoph Teichmann, Brendan O'Connor, and Edgar May Paper Abstract Methods and applications are inextricably linked in science, and in particular in the domain of text as data. In this paper, we examine one such text as data application, an established economic index that measures economic policy uncertainty from keyword occurrences in news. This index, which is shown to correlate with firm investment, employment, and excess market returns, has had substantive impact in both the private sector and academia. Yet, as we revisit and extend the original author's annotations and text measurements we find interesting text as data methodological research questions. 1. Are annotator disagreements a reflection of ambiguity in language? 2. Do alternative text measurements correlate with one another and with measures of external predictive validity? We find for this application, 1. Some annotator disagreements of economic policy uncertainty can be attributed to ambiguity in language, and, 2. Switching measurements from keyword matching to supervised machine learning classifiers results in low correlation, a concerning implication for the validity of the index. What an interesting paper.